it's time to take off on the Award Travel 101 podcast. Helping you maximize your travel rewards, no matter your destination or budget. Now here are your hosts, Award Travel 101 Community Managers, Angie Sparks and Joseph Petrovic, to help you do extraordinary things on Ordinary Money. Welcome to episode 28 of the Award Travel 101 podcast. Angie and Joe are, are off today, and I'm Mike Zacchio here with Eric Holly, one of my fellow Award Travel community moderators. Eric lives on the West Coast. Uh, he's a retired firefighter, fan of Alaska Airlines, and most importantly, a pancake machine aficionado. And we'll talk more about that in a bit. But I definitely look forward to uh, having a chat here with Eric. Always a good time. So getting into it, normally we we feature a post of the week from our Award Travel 101 Facebook group. But since Eric is a prominent part of our affiliated Travel Grumps 101 group as well, we thought that we would look for a particularly noteworthy post from that group. So Eric, what have you found from Grumps from the past week or so? Hi. Hey, Mike. How are you? I'm good. Good, good. Uh, so I looked back through the Grumps, and one that really caught my eye was from Amber Moore. Uh, and it was a few days ago. It, it was the one uh, where she had overheard a page for a pilot uh, at the airport requesting them to go back to their plane immediately and advise them that they're in St. Louis and not Oklahoma City. So I figured that was uh, definitely a grump for somebody had he got out of the airport. That's that's definitely troubling. We we definitely get some interesting interesting posts there in grumps. I know there there was one recently about clapping on an airplane, which might might spur a debate, but probably not. Yeah, there there's no debate. You, you just you don't clap. Yeah, yeah, agree. Just, yeah. just don't do it. Moving into our news, um, news of the week, Angie and Joe last week talked about quite a bit, new transfer bonuses. There's a number, Hilton, Marriott, Life Miles, and there's still a British Airways bonus going on, which I utilize actually in the past month. Have Have you had any thoughts about that or any other bonuses? Yeah, I'm, we're Looking at the British Airways pretty seriously, we've got some European travel coming up for uh, mid next year. So we're pretty sure, myself and player two, that we're going to use it. So even though we don't speculatively transfer very often, this is one of those that pretty comfortable um, with transferring for some inner Europe travel. So we use it that way. Uh, and if for some reason we didn't, yeah, you know, I can use them domestically uh, very easily on it. So I, we're just at the point of how much am I going to to move over yet. So I've got a pretty good stash of membership rewards right now. Uh, so I'm pretty comfortable with it. But uh, still, you know, it's one of those things, right? You just don't know. Yeah. You know, you, you always want to keep things flexible. But, you, you know, if, if you have a good use for something, whether it's it's an imminent trip or a very likely trip, then taking advantage of these bonuses makes sense, you know, especially not just on the on the airlines themselves. But they're partners, like you said, domestically American and, and Alaska. There's there's even some opportunities there, right? No, oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, if you look at it, um, some of the Alaska flights that they have just getting from, say, San Francisco to Hawaii, where we were just at, um, you can get the 
British Airways to get you there for about 13,000 miles. And with the transfer bonus, it really comes down to about 9,000 uh, membership rewards uh, in economy. And I can do economy all day for 9,000 uh, membership rewards to get me to Hawaii. Yeah. Yeah. Especially from the West Coast. I mean, only a five hour or so flight. That's really not bad. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. For me on the East side, a little bit, it's East Coast area. It's a li- little bit more. So I like, I like my, uh, my premium cabins there. <laughs> I would too. Yeah, that's me going the opposite direction. Yeah. Like for you to go to Europe uh, is, is a bit more of a hike. Definitely. So also there's, you know, Amex in particular likes to feature a lot of offers. You know, we, we call it the, the Amex coupon book, but a lot of them could, could come in handy. And, and this month there's, there's a number of hotel and, and car rental offers out there. We're not going to go through all of them, but We'll we'll put a link in the show notes. I, so I I saw some there. Actually, I I wish I had one. I saw some folks talking about it. There was an offer for seventy five dollars off Hyatt Hyatt centric booking, and I'll be having one of those coming up very soon in at our meetup in MSP. And that honestly may have swayed my decision to make a cash booking or uh, purchase points. But alas, I didn't. I wasn't able to find that on my cards. But I will be taking advantage of a very important one. I have one for twenty dollars off, a hundred dollars at Lego, and you know you can never, never have too many Lego sets for for the kids. The kids, of course. Oh, of course, of course, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm completely opposite. I'm I'm gonna pass on the Legos, but <laughs> I do have the seventy five dollars off for the Hyatt centric, and I will be utilizing it um, for uh, a little trip coming up uh, in just a few weeks uh, in our uh, our meetup at MSP. That's that's it's good when those things work out when the stars align. So speaking of trips, you know we haven't had you on the on the blog before. So you know normally we we spend some time talking about our trips, planned trips, past trips. So what what have you have coming up? Uh, a lot coming up. Uh, a lot of short trips, but we're going to be starting off depending on when this airs. Going to San Diego for a few days. I'm going to take my daughters down to tour some colleges because they're at that age, uh, getting ready to tour off some colleges. So as we speak, uh, my wife and our middle daughter are in Tampa. In fact, they just texted me that they landed about uh, 20 minutes ago, checking out colleges there. Uh, But we'll check out San Diego, some colleges. And then I've got uh, the Offspring concert down uh, in Tula Vista. So we're going to go back to uh, the Manchester Grand Hyatt, and it's a point stay, uh, and then uh, get my free parking with my globalists that uh, I have, thankfully, to this group, getting me back or getting me over to Hyatt, uh, even use some some rental car points from my Hertz. Uh, I am not one of the people that have had any run-ins with them yet, so fingers crossed, and I'm going to make it through it. Hopefully. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Uh, and then uh, we just went with cast lights um, because they were cheap enough flying out of uh, out of Fresno uh, down into San Diego for us. So uh, that's our first one. And then uh, coming up uh, after our MSP trip, um, which is in the middle of a long three week work trip for me, um, going to three different places. Um, we'll be uh, player two, and I will be hitting some concerts from September, October, November, catching you two in Vegas, the Colt and Palm Springs, Dark Wave Festival, which has like New Order, Tears for Fears, B-52s, uh, down in Huntington Beach, 
and then prepping for our annual New Year's Eve trip. And this year we're going to Baja Mar and Disney World back to back. So uh, most of that is all off of points and miles. So we're lucky to score 10,000 miles each to get to the Bahamas and back uh, on American. And then all our hotel stays are all points. So it'd be nice. That's the way to do it. And those are, that's probably a pretty popular time at, a, at some very popular locations. It it was. It was the uh, day it opened uh, was the day that we booked it. So Bahamar first, obviously, and then uh, we're going there and going to Disney World. Uh, and I went to make the booking with uh, my Marriott points to book for, get the fifth night free. We planned on going to the Swan, but I got sidetracked between when I opened up the the web page and had to go do something. When I came back, those were all gone. So we're at the Swan Reserve across the street. Okay. So not too bad. Yeah. That's that's still a great location. You know, if, if I'm going to do Disney again, we did a few years ago and stayed at a Disney property, paid a lot of money, but those those Marriott owned properties on prop on the Disney campus are pretty clutch. Yeah, we, we did it a few years ago uh, and it was uh, it was very nice, very nice being so close. So definitely uh, use my Marriott points for that uh, over and over again. That's good. So and what about uh, anything international? Uh, next summer, uh, we're planning our uh, international trips uh, for Italy and Greece. So we're going to try and do that uh, June, July. I've got the initial partial flight to uh, Venice booked. So I caught from Montreal to Venice for uh, 46,000 and change points or miles, I should say, from uh, Flying Blue on Air France. So I just need to get to Montreal now. Yeah, they can't. That's that's a pretty good deal. Those Flying Blue has has a lot of those promos every month. And I, th- I think that was one of I think Montreal was one this month. So that's good. Good you're able to hop on that. Yeah. And that's the one that I knew we would be probably flying um, either Air France or KLM to or from. Uh, so I speculatively transferred uh, a few months ago when we had the, I believe it was a 25% bonus uh, going from Amex to to Flying Blue. So it's worked out so far. It's a way to do it. Well, crossing my fingers, it works out the next time. What do you got going on? So probably not as much as you right now. I just returned returned from a trip, work trip to Europe. I talked about it on a previous episode. Actually, the one with Joe where I was sitting in the Polaris Lounge waiting for my flight. Honestly, there, there were a lot of moving pieces yep. and everything worked out for the most part. There are a couple of delays, but all of my, I, I'd say all my tricks definitely helped me out. You know, because it, it was primarily a work trip, but also, you know, I, I it was two weeks, so I did have some time to to do some other fun things. But most importantly, my my Polaris upgrade to Paris CDG cleared, so I was able to get some some sleep on the fl- on the flight over. Even though it is relatively short, you know, seven seven hour flight, it did go pretty well. Landed what was a bit delayed coming out of Newark, of course. I think that was the theme of the summer, and then. Coming back, so finally I made it down to Milan. We left Milan about an hour late, cutting cutting into my two-hour layover. So we landed. I was carry-on only. I was in the back of the plane but because I didn't get an upgrade to clear there, but made it off, booked it through to customs. Global entry breezed me right through. Went, went back to check in domestically. 
clear pre-check probably saved me at least 30, 40 minutes. And I was able to make my connection. Unfortunately, my uh, muggle colleague was not as lucky. She was on the same flight as me back to Cleveland. And yeah, she didn't make it. It was actually funny. I was going through the the, the global entry line, you know, it's kind of just a straight line. And then she was weaving through the the regular line, like, hey, what are you doing? Like, are we going to, you know, find an alternative? I was like, I'm going to try and make this flight. So, you know, sorry, but you're on your own. But, you know, I, I got these, you know, I, I got all these tricks and fortunately I, I get to use them, but sometimes not, doesn't work out for everybody. So, but it did, it did for me that time. That's awesome. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I feel bad for her, but yeah, way to use the tricks. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, the, the one mistake I made is I, I brought back some some alcohol, some duty-free alcohol from Milan, some limoncello, and then this this gin that I really like that is only available in Europe. So, and I know, you know, they do the secondary screening, you got to take it out and they they do all that, you know, that's normal. But what I didn't anticipate was going back through security, even though this was pre-check, it seems like everybody and their brother forgot to take their plastic water bottles out of their bags. So there was about a dozen bags that were lined up for the secondary screening. So, it, and of course they were taking their sweet time. And I was, I was looking at my watch. I'm like, I, my, and my gate wasn't far. I'm like, come on, let's go. Let's go. Finally made it out, made it to my gate, like made it out on time. So it was all good. <laughs> there were a few tense moments. Did you have to run though? I did, but I probably, probably didn't have to. I mean, it was the door, you know, the door was still open. So wasn't, wasn't that tense, but I probably made a little, little dramatic run there. <laughs> so for future trips, so not, not much new in the, in the works, piecing together some activities for a number of trips on the next few months, going to Austin, New Orleans, Jamaica, and most importantly, Australia. And that's my big trip in the spring. And actually, Eric, you helped me to choose a hotel for a stopover that I'm going to have in San Francisco. On my way out, I'm positioning for a Singapore Airlines flight to get me to Sydney via Singapore, obviously. And I'm going to have about a day in San Francisco. So you recommended to me with some of your your newfound Hyatt love, the Hyatt Regency Soma. Um, Initially, I was looking at the other Hyatt Regency, the one uh, by uh, Embarcadero. I think that's how you say it. But I, so it's funny thing, I booked it and then I looked at the, the cancellation policy and it says it yep. was non-refundable. Yep. It was points booking, like, you know, the regular member rate, non-refundable. I'm like, what, what is this? So I call it, I quickly, I called up the concierge line and I said like, I, I'm, I really don't like this. You know, can you, can you do something for me? So she worked with the hotel, called back and said, yeah, the hotel agrees that, that, that you, you know, since you just booked it, we can cancel it. So canceled that book, Hyatt Regency, Soma, all good. But the other thing that I was I was considering is since I'm getting a number of Hilton free night certificates, as if there are any Hiltons that we're worth uh, looking at. There, there are, but there's a lot of rumors going around the Hilton properties in San Francisco right now. So um, there's been some reporting from uh, regular news sources as well that some of the Hiltons, the owners are not going to be paying their mortgages any longer. And San Francisco is going to lose the beds. And Hilton says that they're not going to lose the beds and that they're not going to close them. So that's one of those for for a booking. I'd be wary of jumping into something like that. 
um, with that. I, more than likely, they're probably not going to close. But for a one night thing, it's the sure thing, right? You don't want to have that start yeah. your trip off. So, and and the Silva, nice nice property. You know, really easy to get around from there. Uh, Embarcadero too, but I agree that the 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 policy for that that would make me a little twitchy just in case there was um, some changes to your flights uh, coming up because it's a few months away. So yeah, so you don't you'll you'll have fun. It'll be a good place. Maybe yeah. we'll meet you there. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope so. You're always a good time. Speaking of speaking of meeting up, you know, and I, I'm I'm pretty excited for our meetup uh, in a few weeks at MSP. The last one in Cleveland, it was just down the road for me, and I actually wasn't able to spend a lot of time there. Did, we did get to hang out a little bit, have have some some mod bonding time, but uh, yeah, I'm really really looking forward to MSP, and hopefully those those members that will be there, and hopefully we will also energize the the audience for. The next meetup, which we know is going to be in April, and right now a location to be determined, but we have set the dates in April. We posted that in the group and uh, we look forward to that. Yeah. It, what a good time. It's always a good time. It is. It is. There's so many good people that are there and every time and every one that I've gone to, I've just picked up something new and it's always that one little thing that you never thought about and went, wait, you do what? How? Oh, that totally makes sense. That's amazing. And it just makes things so much nicer. Exactly. Yeah. You, you really like you sharpen your skills on, on, I think, both the point earning side and the redemption. Yeah, definitely. And Paisley Park. Yes. I'm, I'm pretty excited about that, too. Yeah. And you, I mean, you know, you, I, I think you, you build your trips around great music. So that, that should be really exciting for you. That definitely. Yeah. That's something we like to do. All right. Well, you know, speaking of the earning side of things, you know, we're always looking for the the next card bonuses. So, what have you gotten recently? Uh, so, right now, I am working on the Hilton Business card, the 150k, the uh, the free night award. I'm about halfway through that minimum spend, give or take. Um, I added a little bit more tonight when we had our work dinner. I, I volunteered uh, myself to go ahead and cover the. The dinner for the eight of us, uh, and Venmo will be our friend. But trying to hit that as quick as I can. Yeah, that's good. That's that's some of my favorite type of MS. Yep, or definitely MMS, man, manufactured meal spending. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah, you know, I I got that Hilton business card too. I I applied for it the the very last day that it was that it was that Elevate offer was available. With the free night award, and I just couldn't pass it up. I know I was I was in Italy. I was like about to go to bed. I'm like, you know what? I I got to do this. So I applied. Of course, you know, crossed my fingers and my toes. Was approved, and I've I've worked through pretty close to hitting the the minimum spend. And the nice thing about Amex is those points post pretty quickly. You know, a few days after you hit that min spend, and th- those free night awards. I mean, we've talked about it in the past. Like, I think that's. One of the number one benefits of any hotel program, you know, Hilton isn't my number one, obviously, Tyatt, but it's it's pre- it's a solid number two, you know, and also with Marriott, not far behind, but those pretty much unrestricted free night awards are are killer, so we can't can't really pass that up. And then the other exciting thing, last thing before we go into the main feature, P two was just approved for a uh, Inc. Preferred today via referral. 
So it's because it's actually uh, she's starting a, another side hustle. So she doesn't does have a legitimate need for a new business card. And it's it's a pretty, pretty sweet deal. I mean, 100K for only an eight eight thousand dollar minimum spend, which is about half of what it normally is. So n- another deal really, really can't pass it up. That's tempting. It is. It is. And it's like, you know, you you can never you can never have too much. You are. Yeah, it's it's one of those that takes ultimately rewards. My uh, uh, my URs have been going down lately because I've been using them, and I see that deal and I'm like, oh, do I do I do that? Do I not? So uh, I'm one that likes to finish the the sub the sign up bonus first before I start another one. So yeah. maybe I can have a few more uh, work meals really quick. Yeah, well, me me too. That's why I my I finish up my or. I'm pretty close. I think more than like 50 bucks of the, the Hilton spend because I paid. I, I just had my car insurance bill come up. So I paid that. I did the same. A good, good strategy. So, you know, we, we talked through a lot of uh, a lot of the, I think, nitty gritty details. But I think the reason why people may be tuning in is to learn more about you. So, Mr. Eric Holly. What what has what t- tell us a little bit bit about yourself and how you got started in award travel? Uh well, I think I actually had to go back and look to see when I actually joined the group, and it was uh, about five and a half years ago or so. It, it all came down to a trip that we had done as a family trip uh, that we took to Norway, and we did. Uh, I found what I thought was a really good deal, and it was SAS Airlines. And it was when they did the parents pay for their ticket and the kids fly free. But the seats were not very friendly to anybody. And it was probably one of the more uncomfortable flights that I had taken across the way. And I figured there's got to be a better way to do it. So I just kind of cruising through Facebook and different places and Came across award travel and popped in like many people do and just started lurking and reading and paying attention and learning stuff and asking questions. And lo and behold, here I am five years later, earning and burning uh, as best as I can and trying to help other people out with what I've learned uh, with it. So, uh, yeah, it was uh, like a lot of people, right? You just start off by by listening and and reading and paying attention to what people are saying and trying it out and, and made a few mistakes, but we learned from them and uh, go forward. And it's, it's been great. It's, I mean, it's really helped with the family travel. Yeah. Yep. That's how, you know, you start small and then, you know, before you know it, you're, you're flying business class all over. You got 30 cards, you got status all over the place. Yep. And yeah, sometimes it is hard to look back and say, you know, how did all this start? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. So what what would you say your your most memorable trip was? Oh, yeah, that's hard. There's been a, a few that we've really, and, and I'll say that it's it's definitely a family trip um, that we've taken. Um, there's been a few, but I think the one that Player Two and I did last year, uh, which was kind of a a last minute trip um, when we went to uh, Vienna and Bratislava and Prague back in October and we kind of mixed and matched it. So it was uh, mostly points with a little bit of cash spend because it wasn't a trip that we had planned, but I'm a, I'm a huge ice hockey fan. 
Uh, I'm a San Jose Sharks fan. We're not so good the last couple of years, but we 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 still support our team. Not a lot of ice in California. Oh, the, there is in that one little scepter <laughs> area there. So, but they uh, opened up their season in Prague, and I wanted to go see them. Uh, one of the things that I, I'm working on is going to all 30 of the uh, or 31 of the, the hockey arenas. And even though that's not one of them, I thought, oh, what a great opportunity to do that. And I had most of the points to do it. So um, I called player two. I asked her if if she wanted to go and what she thought of the idea. And she said, can we swing it? And I said, I've got the points. I can find the way there. And she goes, okay, how about the tickets? And I said, well, I'm glad you said yes, because I actually just bought the tickets about an (laughs) hour ago. Um, So I just had to find my way there. Well, that's 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 kind of like my strategy is it's always easier to seek forgiveness than permission. Yep. Yeah. That, that's the way that, uh, you know, um, book early, book often. Uh, as you always say, um, that's how you yeah. do it with with hockey games. You buy early, um, buy often, and then it forces the travel uh, beyond that. Yeah. Yes. You always need a, a driving force. Yeah, it was a, it was a good trip. We uh, we got to fly Lufthansa on the seven forty seven up on top, which I had never done before. It was nice to go up the stairs. Did that with uh, United Points going through there, and then I uh, used Hyatt Points both at Park Hyatt Vienna, which was amazing. Probably one of the best hotels I've ever stayed at, if not the best. I really enjoyed yeah. it, and then uh, the Andes in uh, Prague, which also was uh, amazing uh, there. We did do paid for our flight flights coming back, but we did it on Condor, um, which at the time it was kind of a roll of the dice, but really liked it. It was uh, other than the boarding process, it was uh, interesting. But because I liked my Alaska Airlines flying business back, I could end up getting uh, double EQMs from uh, Frankfurt back to uh, back to Seattle and back into San Francisco. Oh, didn't know that that Condor was a, a partner. They are. They are. They are. You can both earn and now you can redeem mm-hmm. with the uh, Condor. So they've had some really good deals that kind of a almost like a flash deal just coming up for some summer uh, stuff in uh, August and September. A lot of them have been picked through, but they're uh, about 55K from San Francisco, LAX, Portland, Seattle into uh, Frankfurt. Pretty good deal. So you uh, are pretty active in our Grumps group, obviously in, in the war travel also, but you've you've kind of become a, a pretty big driving force in Grumps and specifically in one area, uh, one very specific area, pancake machines. <laughs> yeah, how that happened? Yeah. And honestly, I've never used a pancake machine, I think, until you started to talk about them. But you've, uh, I think, kind of came upon it, came upon yourself to get so-called certified. And we, we say you're a certified pancake machine repair technician. So t- tell us about how that happened and, uh, and why, why you have a love of these pancake machines. Yeah, I don't know how it happens. I, I just, I like pancakes. I like waffles, but I really like pancakes better. I, I've grown up. Liking pancakes, it's something I had at my grandmother's house. And the first time I saw one of the uh, pancake machines, I went, hey, this is cool. And they taste pretty good. The syrup-like substance and the butter-like substances are good. It's a great little breakfast before you jump on a flight. It's quick. It's easy. Yeah, I just like the pancakes. I, I think it started out of pure boredom sitting in the lounge one day and the pancake machine wasn't working. 
So I the Alaska the, Lounge, the, the Alaska Lounge, and uh, they all have the pancake machines in them. And I kind of watched them go through and do their quick little repair and change the bag. And about four or five weeks later, for whatever reason, I, I don't even remember why, but I was in New York and I went into JFK first thing in the morning. The Alaska Lounge had just opened up, and the pen, pancake machine said out of service on it. And I, I was disappointed because I was hungry and cranky and just wanted to go home, grumpy. And the the one guy that was working in there was trying to open everything up. And I mean, he was just busy, right? They're understaffed and uh, like a lot of places. So I asked him, you know, is what's wrong with it? And he said, oh, we just need to change the belt on it. And I said, oh, I can help you. And he said, do you know how? Of course I know how. I, I don't know how at that point. Uh, I've seen something done on it before. So he brought the parts out and he started taking it apart and I started changing the belt and did what I thought it was supposed to be doing and uh, went through and we got it up and running and working and yeah, it, it worked. And <laughs> since then I have um, self-certified myself as a, a repair technician. Uh, I was hoping to be recognized by uh, Alaska at some point <laughs> with the a patch or something, but not yet. Yes. We're still looking forward to it. Well, so, so since then, how many belts have you replaced on machines? By myself or assisted somebody? Well, been involved with. I have done, I've only done three belts that we've replaced it on, but I have changed, I don't know how many bags of the pancake mix. They'll, they'll bring them <laughs> out and I'll say, hey, I'll take care of that for you. And yeah, yeah, I know how to do this. And yeah. We've done that uh, several times. They probably, they, they, do they think you're like from the company or something? I, like, you know, you, you should at least get like a name tag or something. I, I don't know. I always ask, you always ask permission first. Um, but yeah, I have no idea. Uh, I, I don't know why they let me, but I'm not going to stop. So we'll, we'll just keep doing it. Got to keep the, the fellow travelers uh, up with their, their pancakes as well. So, well, yeah. It's very important. So what's your favorite pancake machine location? Because I, I think all Alaska lounges have it. Yes. They're popular at Holiday Inn Expresses. Mm -hmm. um, where Where is your favorite? The Alaska lounge uh, in the North Satellite at Seattle. Mainly because the lounge itself is, that's, that's my favorite lounge, domestic lounge uh, to be in. But they uh, also have two pancake machines there. So in case there's Ooh. an issue with one, you can quickly go to, over to the other. And they, they serve local ciders. Um, so when you have that early morning, you can have a nice local cider. And it's usually something that's in season. Um, yeah. Some, uh, as I like to say, big people, apple juice. Yes. Um, winter pancakes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My my son calls it mommy and daddy juice. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It goes, it goes very tasty. It's very tasty with uh, with pancakes. So yeah, because you know you know the rules of the airport doesn't matter what time you know it's it's always acceptable to drink. Of course, once you're past security. Yeah. So so for the the lay person like myself or any other travelers who have not got undergone extensive training with with the pancake machine, are there any tips yeah. for travelers who encounter broken pancake machines or? Suboptimal pancake machines. Yeah. Um, first of all, always ask. Don't just go ripping apart their pancake machine. But uh, a, a lot of things, like now the uh, the main photo on Travel Grumps is, uh, I believe it's Magdalena's yes. picture of her little mini baby pancake that she had. It's like a little slider pancake. That's a simple fix. 
it's usually a, either a calibration issue or the bag uh, itself that has the pancake mix really needs to, we call it burping the bag, where it's got a little bit of air in it and you just need to level it out and move the slide a little bit on it. So yeah, that, that that's the easiest part. Check the filters. Definitely check the filters because those can get dirty on it. Um, bottom left, top right. Yeah. Well, that's that seems reasonable. But like, if you got to re- change a change a belt or a bag or something, I, I think I'm gonna pass on that. I, I think I'll just go with the waffles. Yeah. Yeah. You, maybe we'll do a training at one of the meetups. Uh, we'll, we'll bring in a pancake machine. That's a great idea. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. I wonder. I'll have to. I'll have to check out MSP if any of the lounges there have one. We could relocate it for a, a few hours. Yeah, or or maybe a, you know a, a meetup. You know, when, when we're departing, that's that's a really good idea. Oh, yeah, I'd be more than happy to do some training. I got a lot of work. I, I believe that uh, somebody might have made uh, almost like a little Batman sign out of a, a pancake that uh, gets flown quite often. Yeah, yeah. Who would have done that? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, it's, that's weird. Maybe somebody on this podcast, not me. Oh, yeah. Probably somebody who communicates better with memes than words or oh. voice. Fair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's very fair. Yes. I mean, I we could we could talk for hours about pancakes and, and your, your exploits, but we do have limited time. So I think we want to wrap with a section we like to call what you didn't know. So... Since you are also a pretty, pretty avid Alaska Airlines traveler, elite member, and I've actually never personally flown Alaska, but I always hear very good things in addition to the pancake machines. So for those who are not quite familiar with Alaska and want to better utilize it, are there any tips or tricks that you have? You know, it's not a hidden tip, really, and I wouldn't even call it a trick, but like Delta, Alaska has the the bag guarantee. So it has a 20-minute bag guarantee. So that if you do check a bag and it doesn't make it to the belt in 20 minutes, um, they give you your choice of either $25 towards your next flight or 2,500 miles. Now, I choose 2,500 miles every single time. Um, when I do check a bag, we recently, just a few weeks ago, were in Hawaii and we flew Alaska there and back. And um, we had a 40-minute delay in Hawaii. And I got my voucher for 2,500 miles for each one of our bags that we checked. Uh, and then uh, coming home, the bags were 24 minutes. So I keep a clock on it. A lot of people don't, but I did make the rules. They did. So I got my 2,500 miles for all of our bags for that trip as well. So the trick with those is that you don't have to put them in each flyer's account. You can enter all of those voucher codes into one flyer's account. So if somebody is low, Hmm. player two has a lower balance than me, we can put all of those miles into her account to help build that back up. Or if we have a trip coming up, you know, that's for us, family of four, um, that was 10,000 miles once you arrived in Hawaii and 10,000 miles when we got back. So 20,000 miles into one person's account, that's a, that's a round trip. So Yeah, that pays for a good good portion of the trip. Mm. And Alaska is really good because of the delay into, into uh, Maui. Um, before we left the airport, I had a $100 credit as an apology uh, for the delay. Um, and we hadn't even 
um, gone to Alaska Listens or uh, which is their their platform to to make uh, complaints or concerns uh, known to them. Um, so yeah, I was super happy about that. Uh, came a, came ahead twenty thousand miles and a uh, hundred dollars. That's excellent. Definitely, I, I'm I'm almost envious that you have this you know airline out there that. That really, I mean, offers great service up and down the coast and and elsewhere too. I mean, they they do fly, you know, Transcon, but for me, it's just not been as really good of an opportunity. But maybe I need to go out to the West Coast more and utilize them. Yeah, it's it's definitely West Coast, uh, Pacific Northwest, and California based, and they do run quite a bit of deals and specials uh, right now. You had to have uh, registered registered for it already, but from I want to say it's from like August 12th through the end of September, any flight um, within California. So California airport to California airport is uh, double ETMs just for taking a flight. So for those chasing status, that that's nice. It sounds like that's got mileage run written all over it. Yep. Yep. That it does. <laughs> yeah. And with your work, you know, flying, flying all around the state, that, that works pretty well. I will definitely benefit from it next month. Mm. So what what status level do you plan on achieving or requalifying? So I was going to say that I will make 75K easily. I may have to do a mileage run for it now because I did receive a pretty good offer for the United Mileage Play. Uh, So I got an offer for 26,000 miles with three paid flights of 225, $225 or more. And I have a lot of business travel coming up in that period of time that I can switch over from Alaska to United and 26,000 miles. Uh, even though United's kind of devalued a, a bit, 26,000 miles is still pretty, still pretty good. Yeah. So I'll make it. I'll, I'll make yeah. 75K. Excellent. That's great. So is that the top? Is that like equivalent to executive platinum? The top is now 100K as of a couple of years uh, ago, mm-hmm. but 75K is kind of my sweet spot. It gives the emerald with one world. Emerald. Yep. That's, that's the key. That's just like that. Honestly, my, my same uh, conundrum or my, my same decision point with American is that that's really the sweet spot because it still gives you that top alliance status. So you get in the first class lounges and all of that. With really, really not much, you know, you're really not losing much no. other than maybe a few positions on the upgrade list. Yep. Yep. It's, it's not worth it for me to try and get to 100K for now. Well, that's, that's good. Definitely. You know, I, I learn about Alaska more anytime I talk to you. And it is always a pleasure talking to you. Um, I, I look forward to seeing you in person very soon. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. As we wrap up, in the meantime, where, where can myself and, and, the other members of the group find us. Yeah, so you can find us and uh, have any questions. Uh, you can join us in the now 97,000 plus member of War Travel 101 community. And if you want to jump into something that's a little bit more immediate or uh, some more advanced strategies, um, you can find us in the Award Travel 201 community. It's a paid community for uh, 89.99, and it's filled with those, uh, those of us in the community that want to just dig just a little bit deeper. Uh, into the weeds of uh, award travel. You can book time uh, with our team to discuss how to better your earnings and your burning strategies. Um, you can check that us out with that and uh, book us through the award travel one-on-one. Uh, you can also uh, email us at uh, contactawardtravel at gmail.com. And if you want to be in person, which is always my favorite, 
you can uh, find us at one of our meetups. Um, our next one is going to be at MSP. It is sold out. There is a wait list if you want to go. And then already the dates have been set for next year's first one. And like you said, a, a place to be determined. So it should be fun. As always, we'd love it if you supported the Award Travel 101 community. And if uh, you're applying for your next cards, please stop by. And the, the dates on that, that next meetup in the in the spring is April 26th to the 28th. So mark your calendars. Yep. In the meantime, Eric, you uh, have uh, continued safe and uh, fun journeys. As well for you. Yep. I'll see you soon. Thanks, everyone. All right. Bye. Take care, Ryan. See you.